Good morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to my podcast In this one I want to talk to you about the Vedic sciences of mantras the science of sounds as told by the Vedic tradition But just moving back even if you indulge yourself for a moment with what the esoteric sciences of other cultures and traditions have spoken of for example in the bible it is said in the beginning was the word of god even if you have read paul selig's books on i am the word series you will know the word has been given a lot of importance by all kinds of esoteric traditions in the world so in vedic tradition it is portrayed as the science of mantras or the science of sounds themselves now if you taken some time to study the mantras they are a combination of vowels and consonants structured in a certain string of words and these words have an a lot of connotations in that but let me share with you how i have come to understand it so far the sound itself let us consider what sound means in this dimension of existence sound is made by striking of two objects let it be any kind of instrument it might be an air instrument like a flute or a saxophone or it might be like playing of a piano striking of a string violin or striking of drums like the percussion instruments So there are various kinds of sounds that can be made by air by matter by and so on and so forth and each one has a reverberation in the air it produces certain kind of resonance in us as human beings it activates certain chakras at the physical level so basically the science of sounds affects us as human beings it affects the animals it affects everything living being and sentient right but what is it conveying it is conveying both a mathematical structure of resonance the science of sound is about resonance in terms of esoterics in terms of music in terms of whatever we have in terms of our chants esoterics mantras so the mantras themselves are a resonance of sounds a combination thereof which produces what really it produces a certain kind of vibration physically it makes our dna and our molecules and our different chakra systems vibrate in a certain way and what does that vibration create in turn that vibration creates the assimilation of the knowledge and the scope of that energy and this scope of energy is felt in the form of light you can say this form this sound activates a certain forms and signatures of the energies we are trying to tune into it's like tuning a radio station if you tune into a particular radio station you expect a certain kind of music whatever your choice of music might be in the same way when you are chanting or listening or tuning into a certain mantra in vedic lore vedic tradition you are basically inviting to tune yourself align yourself as a being with all chakras combined you are aligning yourself with the energies and the scope 
and the dimensional implications of that energy, that creational energy, that aspect of the oneness of creator of all that is. You are inviting that and tuning your being into that energy. Why would you do that? Well, what I offer is you do that to understand what the scope of this energy is, to understand the part and parcel of existence itself, where and how this energy plays out. And it is grand. Every mantra is grand in its scope. More so will be felt by those nakshatras which have snake in them. Like Rohini, like Mrigashira, like uh, Ashlesha nakshatra. So these ones which have snake as symbolism in the nakshatras, if majority of your planets and points are in those nakshatras, you will feel this very, very strongly resonant. Your entire being will shiver with the energies that you feel in these mantras. It is not so much about intellectualizing stuff. It is not so much about having dictionaries and volumes and volumes of texts written on it. Mantras are not about intellectual dissertation. Mantras are about tuning yourself as a tuning folk into that energy which is divine, which is sacred, which has always been here, which is always will be. And you are tuning your body, your being, your DNA, your cellular structure, your bones, your flesh, your blood, your DNA, everything you are tuning into that energy form. The creation and the one creation and the creator energy can be expressed in multitude of ways. What you are trying to do with listening to a mantra, for example, is you are tuning yourself like a tuning fork. What does this mean? What does a Bija Mantra mean? What does the Sahasranama mean? Or the thousand names? Why the thousand names? All of these questions we have. But what I suggest to you is listen to it. First listen to it without even understanding anything. Don't try to intellectualize it. Don't try to manufacture meanings out of your mind. Your mind is incapable of making meanings. It's capable of receiving meanings. Definitely. You can channel, you can tune into it and you can receive all the energies you want. That's what you should be focusing your thing on. And what I suggest? Well, the greatest mantra ever spoken in the Vedic tradition as per my feeling, is Om Shanti, 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 which means Om the Absolute and Peace, Peace, Peace. Peace is the absolute form of all that is, of all the oneness of all that is. Because in oneness, there is no separation of any kind. There is no push and pull of any kind. There is no polarity of any kind. So it's always in peace with itself. So that, I feel, is the greatest mantra. However, we are here in this physical dimension. We are in the, here in this shift. So we need to make use of these mantras. Use as in not try to get some goodies out of it. Not trying to get wealth or partnerships or any number of these things. We've got to rise above these folks. We've got to really rise above all kinds of misrepresentations and misunderstandings surrounding this system of sounds. And it's beautiful. It's there in every culture, by the way. But I'm t 
speaking specifically here about the Vedic tradition. So in the Vedic tradition, you need to embrace the science of sounds. You need to listen to it, absorb it, memorize it, maybe hum with it, maybe recite with it, maybe go all the directions. But just playing the mantra out loud without understanding anything of it, doesn't matter which culture you belong to, you might not understand a word of it, but just playing these Sahasranamas or the thousand names, let's say Lalita Sahasranama, let's say Vishnu Sahasranama, let's say Rudra Prashna, let's say Lakshmi Sahasranama, let's say Ganpati Sahasranama. The Sahasranama means 1000 names and 1000 names is a fractal kind of energy. They have 1000 meanings each and they go into 1000 meanings in of themselves. So it's a fractal kind of energy you might say as I feel it and sense it. And these names you need to recite. You need to not necessarily chant along with them. Start by listening to them. And just listen to every single word that is spoken. And let the mantra reveal itself to you. Don't listen to any translation. Don't Google translations on the web. Most of them are misconstrued. In my opinion, in my research. Don't. Let the mantra speak themselves to you. It will be revealing. It will be like you start channeling different things. It will be like you tuning into different kind of energies that you never knew even existed before. It was not there in your mind. It will be downloaded to your mind. It will be downloaded to your heart. It will be downloaded to your abilities. You will start evolving at a much more faster pace if you just recite these Sahasranamas. They are very powerful. But power itself in this dimension is an illusion. Power is not as give and take, power as in not power like domination and control as is being told now. It's nothing to do with that. Power as in you becoming more powerful than your previous moment. You becoming more in tune with the beauty of creation itself. How wonderfully this whole thing has been created. What is the rhyme and the rhythm that governs all these things that surround me? What is it that maintains the structure and the foundation of this universe and everything around me, this sofa, this table, this chair, these birds, these plants, these animals? You want to tune yourself into that. It's an attunement, folks. And the more you attune, the more you will see the beauty of life, the more you will see the beauty of harmony, the more you see how one thing is working with another. doesn't matter what we perceive as animate or inanimate or this or that. Those are just, once again, polarizations. But the mantras, the science of sounds, of Vedas, has only one purpose, in my view. It is to attune yourself. It is to become more of who you are. It's for expansion of consciousness, expansion of heart, expansion beyond the limited scope of duality and mind itself. Alright? So use these mantras, chant them, play them out loud as much as you want, as much as you can tune yourself into and let them reveal themselves to you. That's the way it works. It is not worked upon by intellectualization or research on the Google. It is more of you tuning your life energy, your cells, your body for your healing, for your greater becoming. All right. So take care, be safe. I'll leave you with this much. Have a good day.